Hey, thanks so much for checking out this episode of Golf Strategy School. Now, I know you're listening because you want to learn how to play better golf. But if you want to see how you compare to other golfers your age, you need to check out parforsuccess.com slash Griffin. That is par, the number four, success.com slash Griffin, G-R-I-F-F-I-N. And what it will do is it will actually give you a free assessment where you can see exactly how you measure up against other people your age. And you can see where you're excelling, where you need to focus your time on. And this is an assessment, honestly, that you can take once a month just to see how you're progressing throughout your golf journey. So again, check out parforsuccess.com slash Griffin to see how you measure up against other golfers your age. What's up, Golf Strategy School? My name is Marty Griffin, and you are listening to the only podcast designed to help people get over that milestone score of breaking either 90 or 100 if you're still working on it. This podcast is brought to you by Super Speed Golf. If you want to know how to hit the ball farther, go to golfstrategyschool.com slash superspeed. You can hear my interview with Mike and Kyle, the inventors of Super Speed Golf, about how brain science and overspeed training can work together to help you swing the club faster, as much as 5 to 7% faster in a single session with Superspeed Golf. If you already know about Superspeed and the over 100 PGA Tour players who use this product, you can go to superspeedgolf.com and use promo code GOLFSTRATEGY and get yourself 10% off, thanks to Mike and Kyle. This week's episode, we are talking about three different ways that you can use your hybrid. Let's get to it. Do you love to play golf? Do you wish you could be a more consistent and confident player? Well, you're in the right place. This is the Golf Strategy School podcast, where we discuss specific practice strategies used by some of the best golf instructors from around the world. Here's your host, Marty Griffin. All right, so the three different ways we can use our hybrid is really kind of, it's the three sections that I'm sure you were thinking of. It's tee shots, it's fairway, and it's around the green. But here's the thing is that I find over and over and over again that golfers, especially newer golfers, are under the assumption that a club can only be used for essentially one specific distance or one specific thing. And anything outside of that one circumstance is always just ignored. So let's talk about those three ways that we can use your hybrid. So like I said, off the tee is the first one. A lot of golfers only use their driver off the tee, of course, unless it's a par three. But there's nothing in the rules that says you have to use a driver. If you're struggling with control of your driver for example, taking a bunch of different penalty strokes off the tee might be a good time to start at least debating, thinking, considering the use of a hybrid off the tee instead. Also keep in mind that sometimes a driver isn't the right club because it can go too far, especially in like midsummer. If conditions are really dry, things are hot, everything's rolling fast. Think about all the different dog legs on par fours and par fives that a driver might actually roll through the fairway and get you in trouble. So driver isn't the only club you should be using off the tee on a par four or a par five. 
the hybrid can get you some help, especially if you want more consistent approach distances into the green. And that can be hugely beneficial when you start to think about what distance you play the best from, which I like to call my hot zone strategy. Now, this is something that I cover in the live trainings that I do, and this is absolutely in the Golf Strategy Academy. So if you want to learn more about the academy, you can go to golfstrategyschool.com slash academy. If you want to attend one of our free live trainings, go ahead, go to golfstrategyschool.com slash training and get yourself registered for the next one happening there. But really what I mean is to kind of think your way backwards from the green to the tee box. If you think about what club you hit the best from what distance you hit the best, your driver might not always put you at that distance. Sometimes you have to throttle down to put yourself at that good approach distance. So in those circumstances, again, the hybrid can be the perfect fitting club distance wise. So we're assuming we're hitting the hybrid off the tee now. Okay. When we are doing this, I know it can be really tempting to tee it up really, really high, just like a driver. In reality, you want to have that ball pretty darn close to the ground, essentially teeing it up just like you would on a par three for an iron. If the ball's low to the ground, what this allows you to do is to only have one swing between the tee box and the fairway. Again, speaking specifically to the hybrids. If you have it teed up way high, then in order to make contact in the middle of the face of the hybrid, you're going to have to, like a lot of higher handicappers do, this causes a lot of topping of the ball. You're going to end up sitting back on your back leg and trying to help the ball into the air. So that's why we want to tee it nice and low, so we can have just one consistent swing. Now, when it comes to actually hitting the ball, you probably want it just ever so slightly forward in your stance. I'm talking an inch, maybe two inches forward in your stance. You're going to have that nice smooth swing, just like with an iron that is slightly descending on the ball at impact. We want to be just hitting down on it just a little bit. And then with an iron, you're going to see a divot. But just know that with a hybrid, because of the way that it's designed, you probably won't see a divot, but that doesn't mean you're doing it wrong. You're probably just going to sweep along the top of the grass. You'll feel yourself hit the ground. You just won't dig in and take that divot. So hybrid use number two from the fairway. Just like we were talking about a second ago, the swing strategy is going to be absolutely the same. You want to be coming down just slightly down on the ball through impact What this means is that the lowest point of your golf swing is really just going to be a few inches in front of the ball on the target side. So again, we're basically talking about our iron swing here with the hybrid. The neat thing about the hybrids, though, and really what makes them so incredibly versatile is that they carry their weight very low in the club head and actually towards the rear of the club head. With this design... It means you're able to get the ball up in the air a lot easier, especially compared to your long irons. And that's, I mean, that's really the beauty of a hybrid. I can tell you, I used to really, really struggle with my four iron and my three iron. I went to a hybrid, boy, I want to say 15 years ago. My pro who was fitting me took me out onto the course 
He said, how far do you, like, what club is this supposed to replace? I told him, ideally my three iron. He goes, okay, how does that, how far does that go? I'm like, ah, 215, 220 when I hit it well. He's like, okay. So he went through and he had like three different lofted hybrids and we hit them from that 215, 220 distance to make sure that I was actually using the right loft club. And that club has not left my bag once since then. Matter of fact, I, the only reason it would come out of my bag is because realistically the metal's probably starting to fatigue because I use the darn thing so much. And at this point it's 15 years old. It just needs to be replaced. So I need a new hybrid, but if you don't have a hybrid, at least go hit some. They are amazing, amazing clubs. So like we're saying from the fairway, our swing is really just the same as a longer iron swing. We want to make sure that our weight is moving forward into our lead leg through impact. When we do that, when we have that weight moving forward uh, at impact, what it means is that we're not leaning back. We're not staying back and trying to help the club up in the air. Again, this is what causes topped shots. Also, we're rotating through the shot using our big muscles in our body, not our hands and our arms to swing the club. Again, you're not going to take a divot in all likelihood, but that is purely the design of the club. It has nothing to do with a quote unquote bad swing. And honestly, if you're in the rough, absolutely go hybrid over long iron. This is really what they're designed to do. If you're, you know, in the, in the first cut or if even in the second cut, a lot of times that hybrid will get down there. And because the weight is so low and in the back, it will dig right through that grass and launch that ball up nice and high and get you headed toward the green. Speaking of the green, when you're around the green, and this is probably the one circumstance that you maybe weren't thinking of for using a hybrid, but when you're around the green, this is an awesome choice if you're really kind of unsure about how good your short game is. A hundred years ago, we had a guest on by the name of Brandon Stukesbury. He's kind of a short game guru. And his comment to all golfers, regardless of handicap, was to get the golf ball on the ground as soon as possible. This works really, really well with a hybrid because the ball comes off the face a lot different than with an iron. And I know that bump and run is something that you're probably familiar with, but a lot of higher handicappers they don't like doing bump and run shots because they feel like that leading edge of the club can just dig in and it can get stuck and you can kind of just, you know, stub one or chunk it. And then you've got to chip all over again. You know, you're in a situation where you're chipping maybe 15 feet off the green with 30 feet of green in front of you. You want to be down in two. If you're trying to do bump and run with a seven or an eight iron and you're really not comfortable and not sure of yourself, you can take yourself from a position where you're trying to get down in two and you might get down in four or five. So using your hybrid in this circumstance can be a huge benefit because it's not, again, because of the design, it's not going to get stuck in the ground. But I will tell you, it is something you need to practice first. If you practice it first, though, it can be a very sneaky addition to your arsenal. And here's how you do it. So in short, I mean, it's very similar to a bump and run shot. It's going to be a lot like a putt. You're going to want to shorten the club up by choking way down on the grip. I mean, in reality, you're probably going all the way down to the very bottom of the grip. And then you're just holding it like your putter. You're going to move your feet closer together. So it's going to be inside of a shoulder width. 
probably going to have just a little bit more than half, probably 60% of your weight on that lead leg. And you're going to be a lot closer to the ball. So the ball is probably only going to be, if you use the club head of the hybrid to measure, probably only going to be about three hybrid club heads away from your toes. So that means the club is going to be a lot more vertical. The shaft is going to be a lot more vertical. It's going to raise the heel of the hybrid up off the ground. But what this does is it allows you to take a much straighter stroke backwards and forwards because there's going to be less rotation from the face. If you were standing as if you were going to hit this ball, you know, your standard hybrid length, 175, 200 yards, whatever the case may be, that's going to have face rotation. You know, if we think like a grandfather clock, that pendulum is straight up and down. That's why it goes straight backwards and straight forwards. If you kick out that pendulum of the grandfather clock out to like a 20, 30 degree angle, it's going to start rotating sideways if it were held by a person. So that's why we want to get a lot closer to the ball. It's going to allow us to have a lot more crisp, clean contact. And we're really just taking a putting stroke. Again, I want to kind of hammer home this though. You are going to need to practice this shot because the ball is going to come off the face a little differently than you're used to. Even if you're used to playing bump and runs, the ball is going to be a lot closer to the ground and it's going to be very quick to start rolling. But again, this can be a huge help if you have like a very tight lie. If they mowed the fairway super, super, super short, you can use this hybrid kind of bump and run chip shot to make sure that you don't blade it or make sure that you don't chunk it and you get a nice smooth stroke that rolls out onto the green. So again, very tight lies. It works well. Honestly, if it's dry, if the conditions are hard and fast, it's going to work really, really well there too. So those are the three different ways that we can use our hybrid. It's a super versatile club. Experiment with it. If you don't have one, yeah, maybe go check one out. Go to your local driving range and see if they have one that you can test or hit. It's a really, really cool tool if you don't have one, but it's absolutely versatile. And I want you to explore, get creative with how you can use different clubs because it can be a huge, huge help to your game. If you're listening to this episode, when it comes out, don't forget, enter our hundredth episode celebration giveaway. Go to golfstrategyschool.com slash giveaway and you can enter to win over $300 worth of golf stuff. We're also going to be doing a live training on Sunday, October 13th. If you want to sign up for that training, it's going to be a wide open Q&A at the end of it. So if you have any golf questions whatsoever, you'll be able to fire away. But that can be registered for at golfstrategyschool.com slash training. So until next time, everybody, and hopefully with the use of your hybrid, I will catch you in the short grass. Cheers. All right. Thanks for listening to this episode of Golf Strategy School. As always, if you want to keep it in the short grass, all you got to do is put those lessons into effect. And if you want to see exactly how you fare in terms of your physical performance to other golfers your age, head over to par4success.com slash Griffin, and you'll be able to see exactly where you line up and match up with other golfers your age based off of the 
this free performance assessment that Chris and his team has put together. Again, that's parforsuccess.com slash Griffin to see exactly how well you line up against all their golfers your age. And I'll just drop a link to it in the show notes.